0: been learning about value investing finance just regular investment for a while now but you don't know where to go next you're getting confused about the vast amount of information on the internet you don't want to waste your time on crap information you want good information um, and reliable information in this series of videos on value investing and finance education you will find those answers to those questions and much more my name is Jason Rivera welcome to value investing and finance education Of the kind of my thoughts, value investing, finance, investment education series, I want to give my thoughts on a question I got on one of my YouTube videos. Um, the question was from Sebastian, so thank you, Sebastian, for asking this, because it's actually a fantastic question. That frankly, either a lot of people don't answer, or they kind of just eh, they just kind of answer it and say we don't do that, and that's fine. Um, but. Question was and forgive me if I don't get this exactly right Sebastian I'm in the car right now I don't have my notes or my computer with me um, but it was in the essence of why don't value investors sell a stock when it gets to a certain level and then rebuy when it falls down to a certain level pretty much timing the market why don't we time the market um, was essentially what Sebastian was asking I actually I can't think of any big-time value investor or even any value investor kind of at my level that I've talked with that tries to time the market in any way any fashion um, we don't use technical indicators whatsoever we don't use charts we don't use triple bottoms or whatever those things are trying to say um, why because they don't work most of the time they can work in a short time period um, but over time, if something doesn't work with greater than 50% accuracy, or in my opinion, uh, the reason I don't use it is if if a system works, it works 100% or near 100% of the time. If a system doesn't work close to that, it's not really a system. You're just guessing. Um, and that's what I feel about timing the market. You're just guessing. The best investors in world history don't even try to time the market. Buffett, Buffett. Um, uh, Clareman, uh, Munger, Benjamin Graham, uh, Soros does to a degree, but again, he's not—he doesn't hit. I would say probably not even 75% plus of the time he doesn't hit. Um, so the world's best trader and kind of macro investor, probably not necessarily guessing in my opinion, because he's been right more often than he's been wrong. Um, but again, if in opinion, if a system doesn't work close to 100% of the time, it's not really a system. You're just guessing. Um, another reason I personally don't um, get into timing the market is because I suck at it. Um, I'm just completely awful at estimating things. Uh, I see things. For example, I've said the stock market has been overvalued for six, seven years now, and it just keeps. So, I don't even, when people ask me, like my friends and family ask me about the stock market in general, I say it's overvalued. They say, okay, what does that mean? I said, it's going to pop at some point, uh, when, I don't know, could be tomorrow, could be 10 years from now, I don't know. Um, things are in cycles. It's, there's 100% guarantee there's going to be a major crash at some point. I don't know when, nobody knows when. Um, and that's another personal reason why I don't do it another personal reason I don't time the market or sell when something gets to a, a certain point and then rebuy is because I'm focused on long term I don't care if something for example one stock I own um, is was a couple weeks ago was up 510 percent or 520 percent or something like that since uh, since I originally bought it it since then dropped about 20 percent from a time sell at the top because I didn't know it was gonna be a top I still don't think it's going to be a top I think about the long term I don't care what something does in one day or one week or one month or even one year I'm thinking owning a company the way I look at businesses um, and this goes for public companies private companies uh, real estate investments I'm looking at I think about 5 10 20 30 years down the road am I going to be happy owning this asset for a sustained time period if I'm just not then I generally don't buy it. I don't care what the situation or the valuation is um, or what the potential opportunity is. I'm looking a long over the long time period. If something is gonna be around for a long time, I'm gonna be interested in it. If it's going to be going up for a while and then down, something else could like in the tech arena, This is another reason I don't invest in the tech. Area. Um because while I'm not like buffing Munger where I grew up with tech and I understand it and I love it on a personal level. Stuff changes in tech like that. You don't know what's going to be around five years from now, let alone five months from now or 50 years from now. Um, that's another reason I don't time the market because you never know when the kind of top is going to be. Um, and there's a great, great quote by Buffett. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, he said, "If anybody was ever um, really great at something along these lines, I'm paraphrasing here and kind of putting my own spin on it." he says something along these lines is if anybody was ever great at forecasting on a consistent basis then why does anybody ever get caught with their pants down in the bubble why do they ever get caught in the bubble in the first place if they know it's coming um, that's another reason i mean it just it doesn't make sense to me i i even when i analyze businesses i look at now what it's doing now and what it did, it's done in the past I use the past kind of see to see trends and see if management has kept the word see if management is quality uh, those kind of things anything in the future is icing on the cake I don't care if it's something major is happening tomorrow three months from now ten years from now whatever anything in the future is icing on the cake it's either I don't I don't care too much either way it's just an added benefit if it's good and uh, it could be a huge negative obviously if a kind of a tech company, which again I don't invest in, but as, as an example, a tech company um, actually, I won't even go there because again, stuff changes so fast in tech, and I don't invest in tech, so that'd be a bad example. But uh, you get kind of what I'm saying, hopefully, that if things are changing a lot, I want stable businesses that are going to grow over time. Was up to whatever, up 510, 520, 530 percent, whatever it was. Dropped down 20 percent from its high. It's still whatever 400 percent plus, um, whatever. uh, Since I bought it, and I still think it's going to be fantastic going in the future. I actually named the article um, that I wrote about it, the recommendation issue, the next GE. Uh, So I still believe in it. So I just from a logic perspective, why? Why would I sell something when I think it's near the top if I plan on holding it for a long term, long time period? Especially again, since I suck at forecasting, since forecasting generally doesn't work. Um, it helps uh, if you forecast, you bring in emotions because you're watching kind of short term trends. That's another reason I don't forecast or try to time the markets because I don't, I'm worried about short term trends whatsoever. I don't care about macroeconomics minimally, if at all. Um, so. Those are the reasons I don't buy something and then once it hits a certain level sell it. Um, there are typically only th- what, I think it's three, um, three times I sell something. Well, the first is if I buy something and then I find out later through financial reports, um, press releases, whatever that I made a mistake. Some news comes out that I made a mistake and I missed something in analysis. Um, the second way is if I find something better. And the third is if management starts doing stupid stuff um, after I buy the company. If they start doing taking private jets all around the country with shareholder money. If they um, hire their own security with shareholder money um, when they're super rich people. Uh, if they start making shady deals to do whatever. Uh, those are the pretty much the only three times I sell something anymore. gain because I owned my. I was at that point full. I was 100% invested. Um, I didn't have any excess capital to invest in the portfolios I manage, and I missed out on a huge opportunity. I think it would have been a double or a triple. Um, and I saw it coming again. I suck at forecasting, but I mean, this, if you were just paying attention to the company and reading the financials, paying attention to the presentations, you knew this was coming. Uh, but I missed out on the opportunity because. I was fully invested and then I ended up selling some other stuff after that pretty much just because um, after I missed that opportunity mainly because again I was emotionally involved at that point because I missed that opportunity so I was pissed off Um, so I sold some stuff and then I never got to that opportunity again I was thinking it was going to drop down and never to the level where I was comfortable buying it it never did and then it went back up or just kept going up and up and up and up. So I didn't get the opportunity to buy back into that opportunity I saw coming, and because I was fully invested, so those pretty much are the only three times I sell anymore. Um, and again, I hope this answers your question, Sebastian. Thanks for asking it. If any of you have any questions, let me know. I'm very active on the YouTube comment section. I will answer your questions in a video personally, through email, through um, a blog post, whatever. I want. Again, I want to we can and especially timing the market. A lot of people think they can time the market especially if they're new and newer investors. Um, and it typically leads to danger and risk and emotions and losing money. So again if I can educate people on this kind of topic um, or any questions you have let me know in the comments below. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube make sure to like and share and also subscribe and hit the bell so you're notified anytime we release a new video. To watch the other videos in this playlist, right, left, below, uh, depending on where you're watching this, we will have other playlists in this uh, value investing, investing, finance education series um, where I get my thoughts on speculative investments, uh, why I don't invest in gold, uh, my thoughts on retirement plans, why I think they're a scam, um, and much more. I think there's like 40 different videos just in this one series now. Um, so, Make sure to check out that playlist. we got other playlists talking about case studies, uh, doing preliminary analysis on companies. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, value investing in your car episodes where I do book reviews and talk about finance terms and mental models and stuff like that. Um, we got a bunch of series and playlists of videos um, where I educate a lot and where you can improve your skills and mindsets and thought processes and all those kind of things. So make sure to check that out. Um, again. Thank you for watching, and I will talk to you soon. Have a great day.